Um, so I, I was just asking you about the the last exam. Did, did that go okay? Everything go? Okay yeah. So I've passed the advanced audit exam there, which is a relief. Um, just got the advanced tax one to do in September, and then hopefully my final one in December. Good stuff. Excellent. And then and that final one that makes you. What does that make you a? Oh, well, a certified chartered accountant, so ACCA. ACCA chartered accountant. There you go. And then you can uh, rule the world. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> that sounds good. So um, let's talk. Let's talk football and uh, and fantasy Premier League. So for anybody watching that doesn't uh, doesn't know what fantasy Premier League is or FPL, um, it is a uh, it's a fantasy football league where you get uh, hundred million pounds to pick uh, a squad of players and uh, you get points for when a player scores a goal or, or saves a goal or, or keeps a clean sheet or makes an assist. Um, and it's done on a weekly basis um, and that kind of thing. And it's enjoyed worldwide by seven or eight million people um, and uh, and ran and operated. The one that I used was on the uh, official, fancy, uh, official Premier League website. There are some other providers of fantasy football games as well but Alex when did you start playing uh, FPL how long have you been doing it uh, to be fair I, the last couple of years I've kind of taken a bit seriously since I joined kind of working at Tor Warfield because there's kind of a competitive mini league there um, yeah. but I did also did it at university but I didn't take it that too seriously at the time um, but I've definitely got into it kind of the last couple of years really uh, yeah. but never really had a successful period until kind of last year just gone really that's my yeah, first no. it, well, that's, that's, that's the thing isn't it I I uh, I've I've been playing for quite a while. I don't I don't know how long, but so, you know certainly maybe as uh, eight nine years, maybe longer. I don't know. Um, and I've always just been completely rubbish at it. And then there was one <laughs> highest highest position that I got was something like eighty seventh, right in the world. And and I was absolutely romping it, really really good. And when you're winning, when you're actually do, yeah. doing really well, you, you're you're more encouraged to kind of spend some time on it and go, well, how, how, well hang oh, on, let me research this and do this and do that. And, and I think it makes it a lot more enjoyable, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I've got to admit that kind of when I was at university and kind of not doing so well, I definitely didn't look at it anywhere near as much as I have been doing the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, it definitely encourages you to kind of take it a bit more seriously and try and kind of get those bragging rights with your friends at work as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it's, it's one of the things that a lot of people um, do that, uh, and, and we had some in the league last year, that they they join, they submit a team, and then they actually never look at it again, and yeah, and, and then um, or they look at it for the first couple of weeks, and then they get bored because they're not doing very well, and um, and then give up, and and that's a really bad approach to take. I, I know it's it's geeky, and I I kind of I like it, and you obviously like it, but you've you've kind yeah. of got to spend just a little bit of time. you don't have to spend a huge amount of time, but even just making some transfers every other week and. And yeah, refreshing exactly. your squad and you know following if you're following football and you're watching match of the day or whatever and you know you're seeing who's scoring and who's playing well that's probably yeah. enough isn't it to kind of get you at that first first hurdle yeah definitely i mean if you get a couple of the big names in at the start and then almost kind of just take it maybe five ten minutes kind of on a friday night i think last year it was a bit more difficult because obviously the game weeks were so kind of spread out mm. with every game being on tv but i think this year a lot of games going to be on saturdays and sundays and not too many midweek ones so yeah. it should make it a little bit easier just if five minutes on a Friday evening, just kind of make one or two transfers every week or every other week. Mm. And just trying to keep on top of making sure that you've got 11 players that will actually play rather than yeah. having loads suspended or injured or things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So what was it uh, last season? What was it that made it so good for you? What, what was it 
what was special about well, it? I think, I think with, with COVID and everything like that, and we've been, us being in lockdown, I think I had a lot more time, and well, every game being on TV as well, and I, I'd watch a lot of football, probably too much, mm. really. Um, I probably watched probably 95% of the games that were on TV yeah. last year. Um, kind of one after another, kind of Saturday, Sunday, whatever day it was I was watching it. You definitely get the uh, the value out of the Sky Sky Sports subscription last season. Yeah, BT, Amazon Prime, all of them, yeah. Uh, And I think it gives you a bit more of an incentive to to watch the matches too, knowing you've got a player kind of in the match that you want to do well. Um, The only downside being there's a few few teams that I don't enjoy supporting, even if I have players from them, so kind of a bit of a trade-off with that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it, it definitely makes kind of watching the games a little bit more well, enjoyable and you've got something riding on it, as it were, even if it isn't mm. your team that you support him. Yeah. So how did you go about picking your team last year and, and, and what are you doing this year? Are you doing anything differently in terms of picking the initial squad? I think initially I've got a fairly similar squad to last year. I've got a few of the, the big name players, kind of Mo Salah, Bruno Fernandes, which to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest fans of, but they seem to get points constantly Good week in, point, week out. So yeah, it's yeah. almost like you can't really ignore them if you want to kind of get off to a decent start. Uh, and then I had a couple of good players last season that started off quite cheap in, I think, Martinez and Dallas that um, got kind of in the top five or six kind of positions at the end of the season, which not that many people had originally, which gave me a bit of that head start. And then obviously from there onwards, I kind of tried to maintain that small lead I had. Um, but yeah, to kind of get the big names in at the start and try and find a few cheaper people, cheaper uh, players that you think might have a good season and kind of just hope for the best, really. Yeah. And and. Uh, this is me because I didn't have him at the start. Someone like Mo Mo Salah, um, I think in the first game or the first couple of games, scored like a million points. And if yeah, you had him, first him, him, him as captains, so that got me off to a, a very exactly. good start. And all, all of a sudden, you're you're you know a hundred points in front of somebody that hasn't. Um, yeah. So so yeah, that's kind of it's always one of those things. Um, I I know you're talking about you know having people in your squad that you don't particularly like. I, I I know people that play it that are like Liverpool or Manchester United fans and they won't have a Liverpool or Manchester United play at the opposite team in. They won't have it just out of yeah. principle because I, I'm a United yeah, fan no, and I don't have a Liverpool player in it. And it's like, okay, I get that principle, but in this game, you probably yeah, do Yeah, you need... trying to get that a little bit. I mean, I try yeah. and avoid having players that play against Leicester because obviously I'm a big Leicester City fan. So I try yeah, and avoid yeah. anyone playing Leicester each week. I guess the other side of it is if they do do well, at least you've got some sort of redemption with that kind of back in your head. Even if it's your team doesn't win, you've got a few points that probably won't cheer you up a little bit. Bittersweet when Harry Kane's like scores a hat trick against Leicester or something like that. (laughs) At least least they got 12 points. (laughs) I know. Yeah. That one hurts as well. Harry Kane always seems to score against Leicester. (laughs) Doesn't he just? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Although it looks like he's going to go with Man Man City. And so Leicester got pretty good record against Man City over recent years, really. So Yeah, we've we've shocked him a few times, actually, especially last season at the Etihad. That was a rather good Good. result, that one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, so yeah, what um, you got... A, a, a team that looks similar to the one that you've got last season. Um, have you got any any tips or anything like that that you'd suggest to anybody watching? You know, here's a here's a player that you might want to have, or you're going to keep your cards close to your chest. No, I mean to be honest with you, I've got I've got quite a my value this year is kind of spread out between the attackers, midfielders, and strikers. I mean, I've got the three that I would definitely. Well, I've basically said from the start, I'm having no matter what is is Salah, Fernandez, and Trent Arnold as well. I just think those three players, although they're all expensive, I think they're, they're players I can't really afford not to have based on the previous years they've had and 
trying to get yeah. off to a good start and they've got some good mm-hmm. fixtures actually to start with as well so yeah the case of getting those in early and maybe mm. even if you dislike them kind of get them get rid of them later down the line but try and get a good start to the season really yeah I'm I'm worried about Fernandez, Bruno. I, I think he was he looked really tired in the Euros. He, he did look poor he didn't in the really Euros. Play a part, did he? No, not at all. But I also think the fact that he takes the penalties in Man United and free kicks as well. I think having mm. set piece kind of takers is a big big advantage in fantasy football because they score a lot of points from you know penalties and, and free kicks and even getting corners like Trent Arnold takes the corners at Liverpool, and getting yeah. assists from those as well. Yeah. Um, one of the things that um, so I I, I am a, a sad geek and I spend far too long looking at stuff like Twitter and, um, and and that kind of thing and looking at what people are talking about on there and one of the players that seems to have been missed uh, generally um, in in the teams that I've seen on Twitter is uh, is Virgil Van Dijk out of Liverpool mm. so obviously he was injured last season for for the yeah. most part of it but. A phenomenal player. Where, 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 when he plays, they tend to have clean sheets, and it was yeah. also an aerial threat uh, in attack and scores goals. Um, and you know, a little bit cheaper than um, uh, Trent. So I, I, I think maybe he's a he's a, an option that's a reasonably attractive option. But I don't know. I'm always I'm always uh, I'm always unsure about having you know double. Double team at the back, double Liverpool at the back. Yeah, that's one thing I normally try to avoid actually having mm-hmm. even a keeper and a defender from the same team. I try and spread my risk as much as possible. But the only thing I would say with potentially Van Dyke is he could be a very good differential in terms of everyone else having either Trent Arnold or Robertson. And he isn't mm-hmm. that little keeper. But the, yeah. my worry always is that I know so many people have picked Trent. So if he does do well and I've got Van Dyke instead, then you're at that disadvantage. Just a bit of a trade off, kind of the risk and reward, really, isn't it? This is the thing with the, uh, with the with the differentials that uh, that we 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 hear about. Um, so 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 like um, Virgil Van Dijk, I think it, when I looked a few days ago, his his ownership percentage was about nine percent compared to uh, Alexander Arnold, which is like forty something percent. Yeah, there's a huge. And, and like you say, when when you've got someone at forty seven percent, and they you know they score and get free assists or something like that. If you've not got him in your side, you're you're massively behind. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the what they call the template team. Um, good. So so that's uh, that's that. By the way, um, last last the so last season you won. Um, and here's here's your prize. I still have your prize here. I, I'm going to post it to you today. This was the prize uh, sponsored by uh, sponsored by me. So a meal for two at uh, at John's house. Um, uh, John's House is, a, is, is my favourite restaurant in Leicester. Um, couldn't get him to sponsor the price directly, so I had to pay out of my own pocket. But never mind. Um, I shouldn't give him the free the, the airtime. He's he, they've recently been voted the tenth best restaurant in the whole of the UK um, on TripAdvisor, um, and it's a, it's a fantastic restaurant. So uh, you'll you'll hopefully enjoy that. Um, well, I, I'm actually kind of going to give it to my mum and dad, I think, because. Uh, oh, are you? Uh, yeah, I haven't got the the most experienced palate at the minute. Um, whereas my mum and dad okay. really nice food, so nice touch. Yeah, they'll they'll be very happy with. It. They'll cheer me on. Yeah. Actually, they knew what the yeah. price was at the start of the season what it was. So they were, <laughs> they were following almost as much as I was just for that reason. Really. Absolutely, they're going. Alex, are you sure you've researched enough this week? I think you might need to spend a, a little bit longer on this. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be nice. That would be that would be uh, yeah. They'll they'll they they will really enjoy it, uh, whichever way. And 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 obviously, um, the main the main reason for us doing it last year was to raise raise a little bit of money for charity, which we're going to be doing again this year. So, um, so this year uh, again, I'm I'm doing the for everyone listening, doing the charity league again, and and I'm hoping that it will be bigger and better than it was last year. So, as I say, the, the how fantasy Premier League works is is this: you get. 100 million pounds, not real money, obviously, virtual money. You get 100 million pounds, you have to pick 15 players um, and, uh, and and they get points as they score um, uh, on a variety of different reasons. Um, to enter, it costs 25 pounds and, uh, and that's all going to go to my um, uh, Sahara Trek 2022 charity account um, and then there's prizes to be had. Uh, despite what me and Alex have talked about, actually, I don't think there's a huge amount of skill involved in being invo- being involved in it. Um, the, the the kind of it, there's, there is as much luck as there is skill and judgment. Um, I honestly think you could people could just go on there and click auto pick a team, and at mm-hmm. right at the start that would be sufficient. The key is just yeah. to keep monitoring it and seeing if someone's injured. You know, take them out or if they're not performing, take them out. Um, and I'm giving prizes across the board as well, so I, 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 I'm, I'm all for competing and winning. But um, I don't want people just to chuck 25 quid in and then not uh, think it was a complete waste of money. So there's prizes across the the whole season as well. There's going to be prizes for the best team name, prizes for the worst player, prizes for the middle people, prizes just randomly, um, and, and and of course prizes for manager of the month each month. And and of course you didn't win manager of the month each month. Uh, last yeah, season, only a couple of times really. It's just yeah. definitely kind of people that have those one one months that are really good that you can't compete exactly. with. So just... Exactly. And there were some decent prizes sponsored by you know a, a few of the nice companies that were involved in the league, and hopefully they'll be involved again. Um, but you know, bottles of wine, bottles of chocolate, uh, boxes of chocolate, champagne, that kind of thing. Um, so uh, for for everyone listening at home, twenty five pound entry fee. Um, 30% of that is going to the prize fund. So it's going to be a cash prize fund for the top five uh, winners this season, um, plus sponsored prizes. So there's there's going to be another John's House um, meal for two sponsored by me uh, for the overall winner and then monthly prizes as well. Um, and it's all going to be to help raise money for my Sahara Trek in 2022. So in March 2022, um, I've agreed, along with my wife and a couple of friends, uh, to walk across the Sahara Desert. We're going to do four or five days of trekking across the Sahara Desert. Bearing in mind, I could barely manage in yesterday's heat sitting in a room. I'm not quite sure I'm going to manage in the Sahara, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge uh, or sand when we get to it. Um, but all the money is going to raise, uh, all the money is going towards uh, charities. So there's three charities. Um, Loros is the is the first charity, which is a, is a hospice in Leicester, which does amazing things. Um, for people at end of life. Nesta's Charity Link, um, which again does uh, amazing things for um, for the poor and vulnerable in Leicester, helping them to you know buy stuff for new houses, new accommodation, um, getting them out of mess and, and that kind of thing. And then um, a charity called the Meniere's Society. Meniere's is a disease that I was diagnosed with over a couple of years couple of years ago and uh, is the reason why it's going to be uh, very difficult for me to walk across the Sahara Desert. Um, but uh, nonetheless, without their support and research, I wouldn't be uh, able to sit up and talk to you. So 
Um, it, it's kind of three good charities, and I really help that. I really hope that we can get a lot of people uh, on the league um, this year, even more than we had last year. So, if anyone's watching uh, this video wants to get involved, drop me an email: Stephen at stephenmather.co.uk. Uh, or find me on wherever you're watching this video, send me a message, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, or YouTube, or Twitter. Send me a message, uh, join in, as I say, just £25. 30% of the overall um, money received is uh, prizes, plus sponsored prizes, and we can hopefully raise a lot of money for, for charity. I think last year we had about 70-something people in the league, um, something like that. I'm hoping to get at least 100 this season. Um, and uh, and so anyone, uh, any support that you can give would be great. You mentioned you've got you know, the, the work league, you know, that some of the team well, yeah. make work. If we can try to join as well, that would be good. Um, and, uh, and, and maybe even speak to the bosses and get everybody in and get some clients in and that kind of thing would be fantastic. Um, but Alex, I've taken up too much of your lunchtime. Thank you very much <laughs> for, for joining no, me. Go, go and have your, your lunch and... Uh, I'm going to speak soon and try not to be as good this time because it's really embarrassing not winning my own charity league. Um, <laughs> this no, time thank I'm you. Really nice Getting a lot of money for charity. So some great courses there as well. Excellent. Thanks very much, Alex. Take care and speak soon. Cheers, Stephen. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye.
Okay, so.